This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbossa. I'm Johnny Kilbossi, and you're listening to the most innovative, funky-ass, hilarious, 21st century pudding funky podcast in the world on the earth. I'm the only one that can steer this ship in the right direction. Ready for the AEP to come down and pick me up and take me to the promised land where all I got to do is eat pizza and let people pet me all day. Because as Perry Farrell said, Everybody's made great pets in the hut. Hey. Johnny Kabasa on Twitter. Johnny Kabasa rocks on Instagram. JohnnyKabasa.com. You can just go there and search for whatever you want. Or go to the podcast feed, search for whatever you want. Listen to 600 episodes. They're all funny. And they're all funky. And all the original music you hear is made by me. Every track. Oh, who's that bass player? Me. Oh, who's the guitar player? Me. Who's that wild-ass clavinet player with the wah pedal? Me. Is Joe Rogan doing that bullshit on his fucking podcast? No, fuck him and fuck you too. Fuck all the fascists and their mamas and their wives and their sisters. Big props to Ohio. Passing that. <laughs> And those of you that were for issue one in Ohio, you don't know, you don't even know why. Do you think that some trannies were going to come to your house and steal your kids? Is that what you thought? Grow a brain. Start thinking. Unplug from your echo chamber and join the real world. It's much better. I'm sick of that shit. And so is Ohio, apparently. <laughs> On to the next battle. Meanwhile. On to the podcast. Watch some soccer this weekend. And... Man, fall sports are right around the corner. Big summer sports are coming to a conclusion. 
Ladies World Cup, man, that sucked. America choking on it. You know, this just wasn't the team. You could just tell. The teams before had it. This team didn't have it. We had some legends in there that came up short. I guess you'll have that, though, at the end of your career. Big Megan Rapino. Man, that's, that was too bad. She had had a penalty kick for the win. 99 times out of 100, she makes that. and Just a little. She skied it. That was too bad. But I'm sure you were disappointed because you love America and you love our sports teams, right? Like you're supposed to, Patriots? Because they got the American flag on their uniform? Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to. Remember when you liked America's, uh, the sports? Now you just don't. It's too bad. It's your fault. The onus is on you. <laughs> yeah, but dude, no, dude, you're 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 the real fascist. I mean, if you're to believe, uh, you're to believe Biden's bullshit. Yeah, there's Hunter Biden and his cock. You know, I, I watch Hunter Biden and his cock out like every night, and that, that just definitely means that the Joe Biden is a fascist. And, you know, they make conspiracies. They're all they're all child molesters. And, uh, yeah, man, it's just it's one thing. And you, you know, Ukraine sucks, and uh, they don't. How did he get on? Thanks for calling the Sausage Hut, everybody. It's a crazy world out there. Hope you're not getting laid off. Hope you're getting laid and not laid off. It's funny that there's not much difference. There's only an O, an F, and an F between getting laid and getting laid off. You should know that. Layoffs suck. If you work for a big company and, and they, you ever hear your your CFO decide uh, that he, that your EBITDA is not high enough, pack your bags, dude, because you're getting laid off. As soon as the CFO decides, oh, we're not making enough, we're not keeping enough money of the money that we made, our EBITDA, EBITDA is too low. Update your resume because you aren't going to be working there very much longer. And if they say, oh, we're bringing in a consulting firm, (sighs) run. Because all they're going to do is take the blame for hacking the workforce. Uh, Unfortunately, Johnny K has worked for some big companies. And those goddamn downsizing is all, it's all the same. And these executive dopes bring these multi-billion dollar consultants in and just blindly do whatever they tell them that they need well you don't need your marketing department anymore you don't need your data analytics anymore you don't need your sales support anymore if you're really going to make this money because you'll be able to make just as much money as 
you did before with half your workforce because that's how it always works and don't worry don't worry if your workforce gets overwhelmed and disheveled you know they'll they'll uh, they'll get used to it because they want their job right yeah and then then the then the executives like it it trickles down there's nothing there's nothing better or worse i should say than the post layoff horseshit conference calls where everybody's breaking you know first you hear from the ceo and and they're like well we need to make we may need to make some uh difficult but necessary decisions to help our bottom line and we know we feel bad about the people who are affected we're not going to call it a layoff and we're not going to say that we fucking shit canned a bunch of people who worked for our company for 15 years we're going to call it a transformation and all this crap and then they're going to release a a, a press a press uh, press release and their stock the stock's going to go up oh yeah they made some made some decisions there yeah that's great and then they announce their earnings call well we we made more money but we didn't make as much money off of our money this year so we're taking a restructuring fee Meanwhile, the message gets dripped down from to the VPs, and the VPs are like, "Well, um, what we really want to concentrate on is super serving our clients. So that's what I know. There's a lot of changes, and there'll be more information to come as we have it. And I'm here to answer any questions you might have. Feel free to answer. Feel free to ask any questions you might have. Except I'm not going to answer those questions." And I'm not going to tell you anything, but we want to, I'm going to tell you that we have an open door policy as long as you don't ask us any questions that we can't answer. So <laughs> what super going to continue to super serve your clients with half the workforce you just had. Great. And then they tell you, well, this is, this is part of our transformation and we need to, there might be more. That's what we need to hear. Oh, a bunch of people just lost their jobs. I'm lucky that I didn't, but I might in this next round. And what do you, you want me to expect to keep super serving your fucking clients, asshole? What, we, what we're not telling you is that we're really trying to sell the company, but we're not going to ever admit that until the day that happens. And then after we sell the company, of course, there's going to be more redundancies and the new company is going to come in. And they're going to tell you, hey, we're happy. We're really happy to, for the addition of everybody. We know there's going to be some growing pains. There might be some redundancy. So you know, we'll, we'll work with that. And if you have any questions, ask your manager and we'll tell them. As long as you just don't ask us if you're going to have a job in six months. Because we can't answer that, right? And uh, we can't tell you how many people lost their job. We just know that we dropped the axe and get prepared for more axe dropping in your future. And then the people that are left are working their ass off and they don't know where to go to get information. And the salespeople are just as dumb as they were last week before the layoff. Uh, hey, uh, I know you're busy, but I know you're busy, but can you help me with this uh, deal I got going? By the way, it's due in two days and I don't know anything. I was like, well, what about all these questions you need to give them? Well, you know, if there's what, what do I need to track down for you? All of them. 
Um, okay, just let me know what you want me to do. I'm letting you know what you do, what you need to do, dickhead. Well, okay, so you're, you, can you ask your boss uh, for that information if you don't have it? I could, yeah. Okay, well, here's some information. Well, uh, I, you know, this doesn't really answer the question that I'm trying to ask. You know, I've got to get this information back to the client. I'm like, well, uh, the people who used to answer those questions are no longer working for the company. Well, is that something you can find? Uh, well, I don't have access to that information. Uh, okay, so, uh, you know, I, I asked your boss uh, a couple weeks ago for a couple things. Do you think you can ask him? Your boss about that? I'm like, well, I, he's going to tell you the same thing. Oh, 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 okay. So will you ask him just in case just to see? I got something going out here pretty soon. Oh, and that rebrand we were talking about, everybody. Yeah, we had a rebrand on the... Oh, we have to put that on the back burner until the end of the year. Yeah, we'll just keep going with the the literature that you have right now. And just ask your manager if you have any questions. Of course, I'm here. I'm here too. If you have any questions, of course, you're not going to ask me any questions because you know that I'm just looking for an excuse to fire more people because we got to get that bottom line going. So we're just going to, instead of just trying to make more money, we're just going to cut people until our CFO is happy with the ebadibadada. It all goes back to the ebadibadada. What's that? Earnings after taxes. Your mom, uh, your CFO's private jet, and his bitches all over the world. Or hers, you know. Oh, corporate world. It sucks. And they're all the same. You get to be you get to be Johnny K's age and you've seen it you've seen it happen over and over again, and it literally is the same song and dance. I don't know who wrote the playbook for this crap. But it's the wrong, it's terrible playbook because it's just the downhill spiral begins as soon as the ebba comes out. You're not, as soon as the CFO says you're not, you're not clearing enough money on the money you make, the, the downward spiral begins. You get less sales because you have less people. You make less ebba because you're not nailing deals because, oh, the people that you didn't fire are also looking for jobs. And all oh, the people you did fire went to, go, went to work for the competition and they know all the ins and outs and they know that you guys don't have a clue what you're doing right now. So why would they, why would people give you their business um, when they could give you your competitor's business with your new people and the new people are looking good right now? Yeah, we're on a good, good footing, good financial footing. Why don't you come over here? We've got a we've got a bunch of staff. I know you had a relationship with the people on the the old company, but why don't you come over to the new company? Well, we're going to treat you right, and you know, I, well, I know we'll we'll try to shave a couple percentage points off of that uh, margin for you. I'll see what I can do. Let me talk to my manager, and we'll get back to you by the end of next week. We'll have a we'll have a letter for you. Okay, sounds good. Thanks. And you know, meanwhile, just the sales the sale signs are up for sale, and you know there's that. And you know there's that private equity firm waiting in the weeds. And if you think that the consultants that the dipshits hired to cut your company in half were bad, oh, hold my beer, says the equity firms. Because those hatchet 
those people are the they're the killing machines in what was that the second or third matrix where just the machines are just designed to kill everything and they're coming after you they are that yeah private equity we're gonna buy up three companies we're gonna pair them all down to the bone we're gonna combine them together and we're gonna sell them off with no regard whatsoever for the people that work in the company we're gonna we're gonna bring them all in. We're gonna offer them uh, uh, no more. We're gonna we're gonna say, hey, instead of giving you any sort of bonus for the rest of your life, we're gonna offer you a commission. Yeah, based on the success of the company. So hey, if the company does better, we all do better. You only have to go out and hey, if we sell another billion dollars worth of product, you're gonna get an extra five thousand dollars. How about that? That's right. And then next year, yeah, your your benefits are going to get halved too. So hope you go to the doctor soon because we're going to be taking away your fucking medical benefits. And oh yeah, the, the matching 401k. <laughs> matching 401k. Forget yeah, that's right. Oh, and by the way, we're going to drug test everybody and uh, you're going to have half the PTO that you had before. So there's that. But if you have any questions, you know, we got an open door policy here. Just uh, stop in and ask me. I'll, I'll try to give you all the information again. Do I seem bitter and cynical? Any, anybody, you know how it goes. And if you're one of these uh, executives listening to me right now and you do this crap and you've totally justified it in your head that this is what we got to do. You know, it's just business. It's not personal. A lot of great people out here. I hate to see them go. But we just got to make, we got to make some hard decisions. You got to make some hard decisions because you suck at your job. That's why. And other people have to get sacrificed because you suck at your job. Executive fuck. But you got that lake house. You got that nice car. You got that big ass 401k. And you got that wife that you've had for 20 years. And, and she doesn't know anything about the, the young girl that you're banging on the side. When you ship her off. And then you'd go to your, your conferences. You got an executive getaway that costs the company $75,000 for a weekend. But that's, you know, we need that. We need, uh, the executives need to go. They need to get away. We need to do some team building. Need to listen to each other's PowerPoint presentations. We're going to read, we're going to, we're going to talk about the budget. And talk about where we can save money. We're going to talk about shifting the paradigm into a new, as we enter a new phase. You know, if we look at the market we're in, if we take about three other markets and we circle them all on this whiteboard right here, see, there's a $4 billion market that we're part of here. So if we get combined with this other company, all of a sudden we're going to have access to a gigantic market and we're going to be able to offer the market something that nobody else has. Except nobody's offering the combined bullshit that you have because nobody fucking wants it, Jack Monkey. But you don't care because you're going to be out of there in two years. On to the next company to pull the next heist to build your resume a couple bullet points where you can pass the interview at your next stop these these vice presidents can all 
pound sand. And you can pound sand while I'm pounding my fist into the small of your back. Just enough to make it sore. Not, to, not, not enough to paralyze you because I don't want to do that. I just want to make you hurt. Make your kidneys wonder if they're working right or not. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again the same crap. From the same type of people. Vacuous, ass-kissing, useless fuckheads that have a great picture on their outlook that have a great LinkedIn page that always make sure that their hair is right when they go to a Teams meeting or a Zoom call. People who can just talk for a half hour and not say a goddamn word about anything. What up, Johnny? Tribe there for about the last 20 minutes, and uh, I think you, you haven't said jack shit if you ask me. <laughs> you're talking about all this corporate bullshit. I don't even know what you're talking about. I've been working in the same tool and die shop for the last 35 years. I got the same people that I've been working with, and we do a good job, and that's all there is to it. Now, the president of the company come in to me and he says, Hey, you know, I'm glad you're here. We're going to give you a 10 cent raise. Every 10 years that you're here. And, and uh, Bob, we know that you put in, we put in 25 years. So, uh, hey, I know that you're, hey, I don't know what you're going to do with all this extra money, but I hope you enjoy that extra 10 cents. And, hey, when you retire, we'll give you a cheap-ass watch. And I'm happy. I'm happy to have it because, you know, my daddy said, you should be happy to have a job. That's all you should do. You should be thankful. You know, your grandfather dug ditches for the government, and he never got paid for it. And that's all he did. And all he had was a shovel, and every day he'd go to the side of the road and dig a ditch. And you know what he did when he was done digging the ditch on that road? He'd fill it back in so he could just dig it again and drive his job security. That's what you know have to do. You have to know how to keep your job security so whether you're digging ditches or throwing pitches or stitching stitches, it's all about job security. Now, it's just a hard worker, you know, an honest day's work for an honest dollar. It's how I was brought up. And that's why, you know, that's why I love America, because you get paid honest day's work for honest day's pay. And that's what we do. And by God, that's what, you know, I just I get in my pickup truck and I drive it down and I, I go I go to the bar and I have cheeseburger well done with french fries and a Bud Light. Oh, wait a second. I'm sorry, not a Bud Light. Uh, what do I drink now? I drink, uh, I drink. Bush light. I drank a bush light. I get a cheeseburger well done and french fries extra crispy because that's what I like and my wife gets the same thing. We've been getting the same thing at the same restaurant for the last 35 years and we're happy because you know why my daddy said, well, you know, you should be happy you got a restaurant to go to because your grandfather didn't even have a restaurant to go to. He had to make all his food himself because he didn't have any shoes and he didn't have a car. He just lived out in the country and he dug them ditches. And when he came back, he bailed hay all day, all year, and bare feet. And all he had was peanut butter and jelly and elderberry pie that his mama made him. So you should be thankful that Jesus got a job for you. And on Sunday, you'll get up in the morning and you'll go to church and you'll thank Jesus for dugging ditches and eating peanut butter and elderberry pie. And that's what my dad told me. And that's what I tell my son. Of course, he doesn't get a job. All he does is play goddamn video games all day. 
thinks he can play the guitar. He don't play no guitar. He, he plays like three notes, and you think, oh, yeah, daddy, I'm playing the guitar. I was like, you don't play the guitar. George Jones played the guitar. George Jones knew how to play the guitar. George Jones knew how to sing a song. George Jones knew how to put a bill of cream in his hair and get it to stay right where he needed to. George Jones knew how to smile. He knew how to wear boots. He knew how to tuck his shirt in. He knew how to have the right belt buckle for the time. And that's all he needed to do because George Jones was the best. And George Jones is all I need. You people think that you need to listen to this and you need to listen to that. All I need. No, I don't. I just need to listen to George Jones. All I need. Give me every every George Jones record between 1965 and 1978, and after that he kind of he kind of jumped a shark. But hey, we're not talking about that. We're talking. Don't even say bad thing about George Jones. So that's my point. Jesus, George Jones, and working hard, because if you work hard, George Jones is going to give Jesus a slap on the back, and everybody's going to be happy. Thanks for your call. <laughs> hey, the sausage hunt, everybody. <laughs> are getting shorter football is right around the corner soccer starts this week English Premier League so I, I watched two I watched two soccer games this week they were both 0-0 draws that went to penalty kicks not good for selling the game to people who don't like the game Girls lost 0-0. Went to penalty kicks. Lost. Oh, Megan Rapino, I love you. Gonna miss you. Kelly O'Hara, tough luck. Gonna miss you too. Mm. Then I watched Wrexham. Greatest story ever. Wrexham playing in the Caribou Cup against Wigan, which was shit. Two, three levels above them. They held them to nothing. Rob Rob McElhaney and Ryan Reynolds pulling off miracles. I like how they tore down uh, one of the stands that was old and shitty. Now they're building a brand new part of the stadium. How would you like that? I mean, can you imagine just living in a a city of 30,000 people and all of a sudden, you know, you had this crappy team and all of a sudden a movie star and a TV star bought, bought, bought the stuff, bought the team, and you got promoted. And they're spending big money. And the next stop, they're going to try to get the Premier League. I mean, they're only, what, two or three steps away, and you can get promoted. So why not get the team competitive on this level, get the stadium ready for a higher level, pump money into it? Ryan Reynolds got a bill, I think, a billion. So it's fun. It's going to be interesting season for Wrexham they they went on tour in America and they were playing English Premier League teams it's crazy it's a great it's a great story I can't wait for the this is Wrexham whatever they call it season two to come out shouldn't be that long I mean that was about last year and this year's about to start so they need to get that shit out pretty fast got a lot of TV to watch even though the writer's strike is going on and I'm on the writer's side I got to watch the new season of Witcher. I just rewatched The Witcher. I love watching uh, Midnight Diner Tokyo Stories. I'm on to that one now. 
eight seasons into Letterkenny still. I got to get back on that. The new season of Winning Time about the Lakers. That's a great show. I loved season one. And I'm not even a Lake. Well, I'm a kind of a Lakers fan now, but just it's a even if you're a, a Celtics fan, you're still you should like it. I mean, you know how the games work out, but the way they produce it and John, what's his name is the owner is awesome. So is Magic. I mean, everybody's awesome in it. Can't wait for that. Going to watch that. What else? I know there's something else that just came. Oh, Only Murders in the Building. I just watched the first one of that. Love that show. I hope they keep it together. I mean, Paul Rudd was a little too much in the first episode, but why not? He's dead now. Is he? I think. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Although he died at the end of last season, so. That's that. <laughs> so you can watch it too. We'll get together and we'll talk about it. We'll have a little book club except for TV. I bought an 85 inch TV, by the way. Woo-wee. It's the greatest thing ever. I mean, I had a, I, had, I bought a 55 inch in, in 2009 and that was a great, I mean, that was a great TV, LCD, great picture, lasted for 14 years. I had a, I got a 65 inch one too that I got in one of my places and that's great. 85 inch 4K though is a whole new world. It, I mean, it dominates the room to say the least. Love it, Lo, love it. So that's going to be that. For now. And by the way, Twitter's a cesspool. I, I hope there's something that takes Twitter's place soon. But that's where I'm at, Johnny Kielbasa. You know how many times I've almost made a new video for Instagram, but... Anyway, follow me if you want to. At least if you follow me on Twitter, you'll know when my... When my podcast come out but you can also just subscribe and would you how about giving me a nice review because that's all i get and oh yeah i chill cheeseburgers jokes on the radio that ain't doing shit for me though but whatever i keep doing it because i like it you want me to host a party of yours or a corporate event drop me a line it's fun i'd be great at it until then Play mama said that.
¡Muévete!